All right, welcome back to the Sticks Golf Tournament Recap Week 2. Uh, this week we are following the Valspar and the epic playoff between Sam Burns and Davis Riley. And honestly, kind of the emergence of Davis Riley on the PGA Tour. It's the first time we've seen him really in contention since he uh, started getting starts. Uh, we also chat a little bit about the announcements the Saudi Golf League has come out with, announcing its schedule and announcing the, the sum of purses for the events coming up. Uh, so yeah, get into it. I hope you enjoy and we'll see you next week. back with the second official tournament recap sticks podcast yes sir our first one went great yesterday or last week but a hell of an event yesterday or a hell of a finish yesterday yeah house bar a lot of guys kind of fighting for the leaderboard coming down the stretch awesome back nine to watch uh obviously a great playoff too um kind of feel for davis riley though because i feel like i mean i i did oh yeah we gotta do that but um i feel like uh Davis Riley's got, or Sam Burns has got the best of Davis Riley for a long, long time, especially throughout like junior amateur golf. So I think he really wanted that one, but okay. I think he'll get, I think he'll get his shot again. So I actually didn't, I didn't know that backstory. Maybe you can share a little bit. Um, I saw yeah. they, they put up a picture of them on the, what was it? Junior Ryder cup team together or something, but yeah. Yeah. Well, Rosie, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, this is kind of funny. My brother got me for Christmas uh, Stella Midnight Lager, and it was <laughs> oh, a twelve pack, and I thought I had drank them all, and then I just found one, a straggler, in the back of the fridge. So, right. and it's that's actually a, really that's good. A usually, to yourself. Yeah, I mean, usually you know when a beer like Stella is a classic, right? And then when a beer comes out with like a variant, like a special version of it, it's usually like not as good as the original. But I think this is actually better than the original Stella. So, I'm not a big Stella guy, so I, I like. Probably, I like oh, a, really? I like yeah, a Stella. No. I like a post round Stella. Yeah. Stella's good. It's like that good in between where it's like a little bit more substance than a Coors Light or a Miller yeah. Light, but it's not, you know, like an IP. I kind of knock you down. Like these are both yeah. gross. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, uh, terrible Trey, terrapins. Trey, I, Trey and I have got a couple of terrapins uh, from Athens, Georgia. High and hazy IPA. Oh. Kiss of the sky. Oh, I'm so, going to hate every sip of this. They're absolutely delightful. Hey, little just, mango. Awful. You just, you just remind me when you said Athens, Georgia, I got to give a shout out to my cousin, Zach Christofak. He pitched, he had his major league debut. It was a spring training game, but he's been in the uh, LA angels organization. He played at Georgia, which is why Athens made me think of it. Um, he's a relief pitcher and uh, got his first start against the Oakland A's in a spring training game. Um, cool. Sorry, not a start. He came in for relief, but three hits. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, three strikeouts to one hit. All right. Pretty solid opening debut on, in the majors. So congrats, Zach. We'll give him a nice little golf clap for that. Attaboy, he, attaboy. He's also, he's a, he, he loves golf. He was on our family golf trip last fall and um, I'm, sure, I'm sure when, I'm sure when he, uh, when he finishes with baseball years down the road, he'll be a, he'll be a golf nut like us. Love okay. that. Well, before we get into golf, can we talk about them? Hokies, baby. ACC <laughs> camps. Come well. on. 
So yeah. huge. Who do they play next? Yeah, you know, shut the fuck up. We lost it. <laughs> we lost to Texas in the first round of the NC tournament, but that doesn't matter because we are the ACC champs. You can all eat me. I'm very happy. That was a great game. I felt I, bad for Trey because he had to sit there and watch me watch the game. I was rooting hard for whoever they played, Duke. Yeah. yeah, he was he was very much rooting against Virginia Tech, but you know, everything worked and out. And that's the experience of Tom as an enemy. So I like to give him a fair. I like to give him yeah. somebody to root against too. Oh. That was a hell of a run. Virginia Tech and Richmond kind of came out of nowhere to, you know, uh, Richmond was a six seed in the A-10. Tech was a seven seed in the ACC, and they both go on incredible runs to win their championships. And uh, Richmond, well, although they got playing. smoked uh, in the second round, Richmond had had a nice upset over Iowa in the first round, so that was pretty yeah, cool. That's too. why I'm wearing this gorgeous crew neck that I have on. Yeah, he's got a Richmond me, alumni I have a crew neck on. classic of my grandfather's Richmond alumnus. Oh, your grandfather went there? My grandfather, uh, my uncle, and my dad all went there. My granddad played basketball. Oh, my gosh. So we were, we were uh, we, he was he was rooting hard for them spiders. And Awesome. Yeah, my dad went there, and I've he's we've had season tickets for years and what? been going to Richmond games forever. So, but yeah, Tom, got to give it up. That was a hell of a run for the Hokies. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I almost had to do a house check on my buddy Paxson. He's the most diehard Duke fan of all time. And I'm on like multiple group texts with him. We didn't hear from him for like three days after that. So thankfully he made it through. <laughs> well, three days. Fu- funnily enough, we were over at PJ national the next morning and a couple of members of the Duke golf team were yeah. warming up and it took everything in my power <laughs> not to go over there and just like say, go Hokies or hey boys. something. Yeah. But I didn't do it. You I should, was, dude, you should, if, it's no way to know that, but imagine you had your tech bag still. Oh it's my God. So it would have been awesome. Cause you used it the other day. When you I did carried. Use it, yeah. I did use it the other day, but. That, I should have used my tech bag. That would have, that's that's a missed opportunity. But anyways, back to the golf. Hell of an event. Yeah. Or uh, Johnny, what did you think watching Sunday? Well, actually, um, it's kind of funny. Like Valspar is just a tournament that's never really caught my attention. Uh, you know, it's kind of in between some bigger events and coming off the, the great stretch of Bay Hill and the players and all that. And that was the first t- time I really sat down and watched the Valspar. And I actually really liked the golf course. I thought it was better than I expected. It doesn't, it doesn't really look like a typical Florida course. It's got elevation change. It's got Oak trees. It's, you know, got heavy rough. Um, I don't know. I thought it was quite compelling coming down the stretch. Um, and um, Sam Burns, I mean, that was unbelievable. You know, horse for the course, you know, he's gone back to back now, which I feel like back to back winners are, are pretty rare. If you think about it, I mean, and how often, I mean, they're very few and far between, well, especially course, for uh, a guy Matt right Everett. out of the gate. Yeah. Matt, yeah. Matt, Matt his entire career is a Bay Hill. Yeah. <laughs> 96.3% of his career earnings are at Bay Hill. That's actually That's amazing. That's um, great. Well, Trey actually has some personal experience on that golf. I do. I played three consecutive American Athletic Championship uh, conference tournaments there, and I've always played mm-hmm. well on that golf course. It's like I don't know. It, it you have to hit your tee shots really good, and that's kind of the only thing that I do well. And uh, yeah, I love that place. I, I never. I, I was like in the top two during my, the second round. I always played good, and then kind of like tossed it away. Faltered. Like I saw, like oh, oh. I, re- I can go to regionals if I play. 12, you know, 10, 10 or 12 more good holes. And then, yeah. How, how'd you do on that? Uh, that's 16th hole. I mean, I mean, so I we played it, play a butter we cut. Played it, we played it a tee up. So we would hit okay. four iron off that hole. Four iron. Oh, wow. Time. Cause you where diesel? No, because it got, we, we played it 25 yards up where they did. Uh, so where, where JT's hitting that 310 ball would actually be 
through into this little neck. So we, and, but it's, it's like a squeeze. Some, a lot of kids hit three wood. We, we played super conservative on that hole because we were just trying not to make bogeys, but um, coming down on that stretch, that's, that's literally what our coach was like, just don't make a five. So we would hit iron and I hit, I definitely hit at least one or two irons in the water. <laughs> over my over my nine, nine attempts, I think I think I hit one or at least two. Well, I, I'm trying to think. I know I, I know I hit one, but I think two. I would often just steer it in that left rough, and you have like six iron out of the left rough. It was like a three iron, seven iron hole. Yeah. So like you just kind of took your medicine. And, I don't know. But, and then you want to tell the story of yes. Yeah, I, I have a phenomenal moment in my golf life uh, at on the 18th hole there. Hmm. I'm playing my last hole of college golf, and, and he I, knew it was his well, last hole. I didn't know that because we weren't going to make. I was this year, actually, I thought I might be able to get a bit at regionals ended up not. So I, didn't, it, I thought it was my last hole of college golf and I hit it in the right church pew bunkers and I hit like a pretty good nine iron just to get it near the green. And I actually have this on a video with an announcer, which is sick. It was on, it was on like American conference live and <laughs> I chipped it in from left of the green pin high to the, to the same pin. Uh, for my last ever shot. No way. Yeah, I have, I, I'll, and he has it on video. I'll, we'll throw the video on the pod. For sure. Yeah, yeah that's amazing. Yeah, it's incredible. That's yeah. really cool. And I got. So I got two other teammates made birdie on their last hole there, and then another kid the year before made like a fifty footer on that same green. So we have some cool moments there. And what, what did our boy Johnny Brown do? John, John did not do well. That's all we'll say. I don't think he's gonna listen to this, but yeah, he made he made uh, he, he three putted for or he three or four putted for six or seven. I can't remember which one of the two. He, tough scene, Johnny. Very tough. But you know what? It's really cool. It was it was a cool one for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I, I'm gonna just kind of go back on what you were saying, John. I really like the golf course. I love the way it's set up. It's set up. I like that. Um, 16 was a tough one to finish. Obviously, 18 is the most narrow fairway it looks like ever on TV. Yeah, and then yeah. 17 is one of those holes where you can hit a really good one and have a look at birdie. But if you don't pull it off, you're going to be struggling for par. Um, it's like a classic tough kind of six iron yardage part three. Like yeah. you, can, you can, you can just step in there and make a good swing and hit it to six feet. But if you, it's so easy to just hit one. It, like, if you hit it like 30 or 40 feet from the hole on that green, you're just, you're in a bad spot. Yeah. I was going to say it must've been deceptively tougher in real life. Cause I feel like the guys kept missing left in, in the bunkers there. And I couldn't really figure out why it doesn't, you know, TV just probably doesn't do it justice. Um, yeah. The green's kind of like this. I'll do it on vertical for the camera. So it's like, it's narrow in the front and then it kind of widens and then it's just flat in the back, but there's these ridges on the back of where it widens. So it doesn't really play. Like you can't use the whole green. You got to fly it past. You have to fly it past because it won't run. But I think it was Davis Riley on 18. Azinger mentioned, you know, the the going with driver, it it tightens up to 19 yards Mm -hmm. and he just, he didn't absolute. Pipe right down the middle. I, th- I thought that was so impressive um, for a guy trying to get his first win on 18. And he just absolutely piped it. Not only that, but I was more impressed with the fact that he made triple early in the round and then fought back to like be oh, in a playoff. My God. The hole he made triple on, I can't even. I was looking at the, the map of what he did. I don't. There's another hole over there. I don't know what he did. He hit it left. Went left and it says he took a drop. I don't know where you even dropped there. There's just another par four over there. I don't know how he hit it. In the, there must be some sort of hazard or water that he kicked off. I don't know what he did, but he, <laughs> it was like drive, second shot, way a mile left over near this other hole. And then it was like drop 67 yards, 57 yards, 
20 yards. He must've just been chunking them because it's, it's a bunch of trees. So he, maybe he was trying to punch it through the trees and couldn't get out. Cause like, it's, it's just a, it's, I, I saw there's no, I didn't you can't watch lose the, a golf ball over there. Yeah. I didn't watch the entire hole, but I did see a, like a highlight thing of him making triple and he was in the trees. So, so it was just trees, some trees, yeah. some trees were involved, but it's not out of bounds is what I'm saying. So Correct. like, it's just trees and another hole. So like you can hit it, you can literally hit it 400 yards left on that hole and not be out of play. So yeah, he must have just been just yeah, trapped, trapped in the pencil factory deep. I didn't see it. I think I, I think I tuned in with the leaders on like 11 or 12 and watched we, them all. We started on the back nine. I did. And I took yeah. a bunch. I took some notes. Um, I just wrote them here. Sam Burns is good at golf. That's that's my main takeaway. <laughs> that is the only note. That's hey, you know, I did hear like two years ago. Um, and I'm going to reference Andy Johnson again a little bit later, but Andy Johnson, who's Friday, correct? the Friday um, and shotgun start pod. I feel like two years ago or so, he said, watch out for Sam Burns. He, you know, he's going to be the next like top five player in the world. That's just getting started. And um, it seems like that was a pretty good prognostication. He's added in his group in 2018 and it was, it was darn near legit. Back mm-hmm. then too. Yeah. He was sick. Well, he can kind of go on autopilot with that driver. I know they, they mentioned it a couple of times on, on the, on the air, but I mean, every time that he's won, I think he's led. He's been leading total driving for the week, and he was damn near close to a putting. Yeah. So when he gets the driver going, and when he starts making a few putts, watch the fuck out. Yeah, he's. I yeah. mean, you can say that about pretty much everybody, but <laughs> I mean, but I mean, that's kind of like his his little, you know, serum or his statistical yeah. secrets. He, he looks and. I mean, he looks incredibly confident and, and laser focused coming down the stretch. I didn't feel like at any moment he was going to give it away or anything. Wait a second. I totally forgot. I just remember this. But did you guys remember on the second playoff hole where the marshals just didn't do their fucking job and like five people walked across the 16th fairway, like in front of the tee box and he had to back off like three times? No, you know what? I was watching on DVR. Um and I must have just fast forwarded through that. I didn't see. So that. when he he literally got set, three people walked across, and he was like, "What the hell? Okay, whatever," and like stopped, and then went back again, and then one more guy went, and then he's like, "All right, seriously, what's going on?" <laughs> and then and he just and then he hits one, and I think he hit it left. Um, and then he got he had a sick shot on the green, and obviously made like the twenty five footer that was beautiful. Mm-hmm. 30, 32 just, feet. Just little thirty two, and I think it was. I think it was. Off the fringe too, right? I mean, no. Uh, I Davis Riley well. was in the fringe. Davis Riley had to chip. So yeah. Like, okay. uh, Sam Burns was like short left of Davis Riley's ball. He yeah. was like further up and more to the right, but it, the green kind of cuts in there. I can't believe he made that putt. I was like, we were sitting there watching. And I was mentally just ready to go to the next tee box mm-hmm. as a as a viewer. I, I that's probably I wasn't even barely paying attention. And I was yeah, like, it's- ball was rolling. I was like, oh my god, it's going in, and he made it. <laughs> that's yeah, what- you feel like in, in a playoff, somebody's gonna have to stick one close. It's it's rare watch a 30 plus footer drop yeah and I, yeah but I, I'll, I'll give it to davis riley i watched the replay when that putt did go in is that he was unfazed he just went mm-hmm. okay got it i'm moving on i'm gonna try and make this thing and he actually almost did I mean, trey says he hit a shit chip but i think that if you're trying to make the chip and you gotta get 16 there. feet past. it went like seven went, feet past i'd love to see the number it went like at least i'll be by it was. It went yeah. to the fringe. It was it like was humming, but it was, like it yeah, had a chance. My chip today was humming, by the way. Yeah, that was bullshit. He, he <laughs> made was, like a thirty-five foot chip 
when I when we're playing, so we're playing skins or whatever, or, or pins, and there's like a rollover for two par threes, last par three, and like it's a hard hole, hard pin right in the middle of the skinny ass green. I hit this beautiful nine iron to like yeah. eight feet. I'm like, fuck yeah, let's go. I juice like, it over get the green. The, I'm gonna get the pins. I'm gonna make birdie. Like, mm, this can be a great hole. I'm gonna be one up in the match, and then he just shit cans it from like 35 <laughs> feet, and then I'm sitting there with an eight footer. I'm like, well, shit, if I don't two putt this. And I know and it's eight feet. It's like these greens are ice. These greens are ice. The so I'm like, if I don't two putt this, I don't lose. I don't get the pins, and I lose the hole, and I'm down a birdie. And so my partner and I misread it, and then yeah. I ended up making like a five footer to come back to get yeah. the pins. It was, it was a it slick was, eight footer. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was, that was <laughs> phenomenal. It was, it was almost scary. the all time Mongolian, but yeah, it was it was almost the Mongolian reversal. But yeah, you hit your putt almost as far by actually not as far by as, not as far by as what's his name hit yeah. that chip. Yeah. Nice. But uh, either way, good for Sam Burns. I'm sorry for Davis Riley. Um, and this time's coming. Only 25. Only 25 events in. Um, he's already showed a lot of promise. This obviously being the closest he's been to winning. But um, looks like he's got a bright future. What was the context you were saying earlier about? Uh, I guess he and uh, Sam have some history. Well, I know that they're like both a, SEC. They're both well. SEC. It's kind of the same age. They're both like around a year apart. And I and again, I don't I didn't do much research on it, but I know that they both played in like a bunch of the like big AJGA oh. events and like all of those stuff. Like they've all probably played in time. hundreds of the same golf tournaments. Yeah, you, tons. You count summer tournament. Like definitely. They they've right. Like, I don't know what kind of relationship. Um, have, and obviously, I mean, Sam was probably the most, de- the more decorated golfer coming out of like high school and, and uh, I don't know about college because, because Davis Riley played. Davis Riley won a US junior. Yeah. Did Sam? Sam? Sam won like the Rolex, like AJG yeah. Rolex, like player of the year. Like he, he, he was he like, was, the, he was like, the he was legit. Into yeah, he, he was, he's, he was legit as he was really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but with the, all that being said, I almost think that it could have been like, maybe a little bit of a benefit for Davis being okay. Like I'm just playing a guy that I've been playing for the last 12 years yeah. of my life. I'm not playing, you know, Tiger John Woods Rom. or yeah, John Rom. <laughs> like I'm, I'm playing. Yeah. A guy I know I can beat and yeah. I know I have beaten in the past. So I think that, I think that this, that this week is going to actually like bode really well for Davis. Um, just giving play? him confidence. No, he's not a match play. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sam's the match play, but Davis isn't, but I think it's going to give him a lot of confidence just being able to kind of play really good golf and compete at the highest level against the best players in the world and compete against a guy that he's beat before. Also, uh, I thought it was so cool that he, he got paired with JT on Saturday yeah. and you got to think, you know, JT, you know, being a, just a few years older than him at Alabama, JT has got to be like a legend to those guys that came in a few years after and, you know, gets paired up with him on Saturday Shoots what sixty one or sixty two? I mean, yeah, that's pretty. That's, that's pretty cold to to play with, you know. I mean, I thought that was pretty cool. You'd yeah. think there'd almost be a little bit of. I mean, I'm sure they know each other. I'm sure they played a lot of rounds together, but um, I don't know. First time, kind of on a big stage, playing with, you know, the Alabama legend, so to speak. Yeah. Um, thought that was well, pretty cool. Great event. Speaking, and, uh, speaking of speaking of JT, though, I have one one little thing to sort of posed to you guys i'm curious Beautiful. what you're thinking of it's, it's almost uh i really like jt and i'm not saying we have a jordan speed situation on our hands he's playing great golf but jt only has one win in the last 20 months he seems to be playing really good consistent golf but 
does he have a little bit of an issue lately closing out tournaments or is he or is it just a, a more of a matter of putts or the the bounce is not really going his way maybe a little bit of both yeah is my initial thought yeah if he hasn't won in 20 months he clearly has got he, he well I he, didn't, no i didn't one, i didn't know that one one time in the last 20 months so i, I you know he won the he won the players last year so that was yeah. about a year ago yeah. Um, and he's got, and to be clear, I mean, he's got six of his last eight starts are in the top 10. Yeah. It's almost like a Tony Finau situation. Yeah. It sounds, honestly, I heard a stat about um, Xander Shoffley the other day that he's kind of in the same boat. I mean, obviously his win at, uh, at the Olympics isn't a PGA yeah. sanctioned event. So that didn't right. count. So that win doesn't kind of go towards anything. And he hasn't won in quite some time. I don't really Yeah. I was actually thinking about that the other day watching him play. I was like, wow, like this guy was. I mean, he he made a ton of money, and he was just like the face of a lot of stuff. Yeah, he, he just was hasn't been playing balling. great. I don't, like that that changes stuff for a lot of guys, and like I don't know, it's like a yeah, it's almost JT, like the golf uh, golfers and then fans and companies kind of act so fast on these you mm-hmm. know, young guys, and they, they t- you know we're told seven hundred times how they're going to be generational talents, and all of a sudden they just go and have st- normal good years, top ten in the world years on the PGA Tour, and it's just not impressive because of how much they've been hyped. I hate to say it, but it's pretty similar to the McRib. Mm-hmm. Pretty similar to Rory. I mean, yeah. guy hasn't closed in quite some time. The McRib, yeah. McRib. You never heard the of the McRib? No. no, the McRib. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. J- JT had uh, went around a couple of times. <laughs> you know, JT like. What you were saying, Trey, I mean, 2016-17 season, five wins, a major with the PGA. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of like, holy a long shit. Time ago. That's five years ago. But that was, yeah, that's a, that's five years ago now. And he's and he's had wins. I mean, he's, I think he's had seven wins since that season, but that's spread out over, five, you know, five years. So not yeah. not exactly the rocket ship maybe we thought he was. But he was that's, it's always overhyped and over. Mm-hmm. And he hasn't played bad by any means. No. He's also, how old right. is he? Is he 20, 27? Yeah, pretty good. Um, Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I'm not worried. Uh, probably, but we just guessed the same number, so I'm going to go with it. He um, is 27. <laughs> he is 27. <laughs> um, Good call. But uh, what was I going to say? Oh, I was just saying, I'm not worried about him at all. I'm not worried about Justin Thomas in the slightest. Am I worried, worried about Rory? Yes. Um, yeah. But but whatever. That's that's a t- topic for a different day. I just Google his age. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, before I even look, I'm going to say he's actually 28 or 29. You feel like he's... He, I just looked. He he's, has to be, go ahead, tell me. He's 28. He's 28. Yeah. All right. Fuck. Nice. He just he just turned twenty eight. No, he's turning twenty nine in, <laughs> in like a month. <laughs> yeah, that's. I, I amended my. Amended that's why. Yeah. That's why twenty. I was like, there's no way young. he's Curtis's age, or you know, he's exactly Curtis's age. Yeah, he, yeah. he's that twenty eleven high school class, right? Yeah, whatever. Well, uh, looking forward to this week, the match play. Always a yep. fantastic week. Um, Is Victor Dubuisson in the field? Victor Dubuisson. <laughs> Um, any, anybody got any hot takes on, uh, who they think is going to make a run at the match play? The golf, the golf bracket is, I don't, I've never, I don't know if I've ever made one not going to this year. Uh, it's yeah. impossible. It's different. Yeah. Oh, it's you different. have to do the round robin. It's not the full bracket anymore. Now it's with the round robin format, mm-hmm. but you get to, yeah. it was like the world cup. I mean, exactly. Yeah. See, there's just, you know what? Anyone you know in the what? field can be anyone in the field unless you're Stephen Ames playing Tiger Woods. And that's, <laughs> that's that. You know, what might be, uh, more fun maybe we could do a little sticks competition is after group play 
when it's 16 guys and it's just head to head elimination, like do that. a bracket from there. Um, I like that. We'll fact, we could even put a bracket on our Instagram we'll, story. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. And we'll post on the Insta. We'll make a little yeah. team bracket. Yeah, I like cool. that. Let's do it. Um, but I'm just going to let y'all know who I think is going to win. And there are okay. two names that are like, you know, pretty popular names. So I'm not going to like, can I guess one of the ones that you're going to share? Sure. Kevin Kisner. No, um, I, my, I'm putting my money on Tommy Fleetwood. Okay. And Brooks Kepka because Brooks Tommy, had a, what? Yes. Tommy you're Fleetwood crazy. and Brooks Kepka. Can I take the field? No. <laughs> um, and the reasons I'm doing that is because one, I have a man crush on Tommy Fleetwood and he had, Pretty decent form uh, at the players. He didn't, pl- or I don't think he played last week. And then Brooks Kepka threw a little six five on the boys on Sunday at the Vals Bar. I, I like that. I like that a lot. I think that where are they playing well. this match play? St. Jude, of course. Um, are they? No, in- it's been at Austin. Yeah, Austin oh, yeah, there for, yeah, yeah, for a while yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I, I th- those are those are my horses. I I couldn't remember if they changed. I knew they changed the St. Jude to WGC, but yeah, no. Yeah. This is actually the only WGC left. Um, it is, isn't it? This might be. They haven't announced this. This might be the last WGC ever because Ugh. they have said that they're phasing them out. They have talked about launching the new no-cut series in the fall with some team aspect to it. Now, that's not for I'm pumped. a couple years. Uh, anything that they're going well, to do. Yeah. I'm so excited about 24 it. 24 after right. next. It's either 23 or 24. I can't remember, but. I think it's 20. Yeah. The WGC is this might be it. Rip, rip. We've talked about this before, but the more I, that I watch F1 and you have like the teams, I would love, love, love the PJ Tour to just have like TaylorMade, Team TaylorMade, Team Titleist, Team Callaway, Team Red Bull, Team whatever. And they just, that's what you, that, that, would, that would be, be cool. so sick. That would be cool. But then you get into the thing of like where, okay, so say you have Team tailor-made but then you have what do you have team adidas too like sure the, like the no, a players are for, on team forget, tailor-made and the b players let's just, say, let's just say there's 20 teams they each have four players on it it's an 80 man field and you have the, the, the teams could be sponsored by home depot it's not like yeah it doesn't mean, have to be a golf company that would be cool and you have like cool. they, they each team would have starts and you'd have a roster of players and that'd be it's something to think about we we, we had a whole we had a whole topic discussion yes, about we this. Did, yeah. under all again, well, well that, i like that I know Rosie, you wanted to chat a little bit about uh the other tour. <laughs> the that, other the, the unmentionable other, the unmentionable tour that is that is possibly being the tour uh, who shall not be named. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you want to get into that, I think it's a good time. The dark fact, lord. Greg, Tell us about the dark lord. Greg, Greg Norman actually corrected someone who Greg. called it the Saudi golf league in front of him and he said it's the live golf series or whatever. Yeah, whatever no, nah, we you know, look. We've talked about it ad nauseum. Other people have talked about it quite a bit. Um, no need to do like a deep dive. However, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention that they did announce last week um, a schedule, which I didn't really know they'd be launching a schedule without players confirmed to be yeah. well, in those tournaments. They those fields. Um, they and and uh, they announced the purses, which are just absolutely astronomical. I mean... Numbers. We all saw, you know, how everyone was kind of buzzing over the players championship purse uh, a couple weeks ago now at 20 million. And that was, of course, spread out over a full 160 man field. Um, Of course, for those that made the cut, I mean, this is talking about twenty five million dollar no cut 
events with like 48 guys i mean the money is just stupid um with that being said who's planning these things uh the guys that are they, my my guess this is my guess is it it's gonna be a brandon pre- matthews <laughs> that would be hilarious <laughs> if i think that they went about this wrong i think that they should have gone after all the top corn fairy guys and the guys that were on the corn fairy tour and just tried to start getting younger talent but at this point like with what's all that's gone on i think it's going to end up being just like the pre-champions tour it's going to be yeah like adam scott Maybe. With it's Lee good. Westwood carrying the the, the banner, <laughs> carrying the flag. I mean that like Henrik Stenson. Like I could see him going like a lot of foreigners. Like I I, I can see that, but I don't see like I, I think you could get a couple of like like I don't even know decent like somewhat remotely decent names. I, I you could see like a Victor Hovland possibly make no way. why why dude? not dude think about the money think no about the, think because, about how much money he wants because he's, he's young and he wants to play on Ryder Cups and he wants to win majors and like that's what he wants to do. Uh, John start Rahm, your own Ryder Cup with your 180 million that you're about to make Victor Hovland for right. playing one season. <laughs> think about it. If the competition is bad and they're just giving out 10 million if you win a golf tournament, the guys are going to start playing in it. Like yeah. so, golf, golf yeah. is becoming less about the prestige and the honor, and these boys are just athletes. These are they're just horses, just trying to make their money. So like, that's uh, what it is. I said I would be mentioning Andy Johnson again. I, I can't cre- take credit for this um, little narrative, but I was listening to one of his podcasts um, the other day, and he painted a picture that uh, is not too hard to understand where he's coming from here, but imagine, okay, so we know that this, the Saudi international golf tournament that we had a few weeks ago is now part of the Asian tour. It was the European tour originally, then switched over to the Asian tour. He kind of imagines that what's going to happen is much of the Saudi, sorry, Greg Norman, I'm just going to call it the Saudi golf league. Um, <laughs> much of the Saudi league is going to be filled out by Asian tour players. And he said, imagine if you're 10th, 20th, 30th, 40th, 50th in the world. And you're watching a guy from the Asian tour come over and play Trump national. Who's ranked 500 in the world. win a golf tournament, Shoot 11 under cash of $5 million check. And you're like, what the hell am I doing? I just missed a cut last week and got zero. Kramer Hickok is going to go clean up. See that I can see that makes yeah, sense. That's what I was thinking originally, but I was Kramer like, I, I want to go sense. with a better name than that. I, dude, that even, even like a uh, like like Davis Riley, dude. Are you kidding me? Like these, I think I think that these young corn fry guys are going to try and get in these fields. Why wouldn't dude, they? If you're Brandon, if you're Brandon I mean, like, because, he's got full status because Jay year, Monahan but. said if you play, you're out of the PJ Tour. You can't play. So what? We mean so what? So that's what big? So, no, it isn't because that's that, that's been the only avenue to make millions of dollars playing golf over the last two decades. If there's a new one, like that's that's why there's guys that just play the European tour. They don't want to come over here, and that doesn't really happen that much. But like, if, that if, if the money in the European tour was quadruple what it is, and all of a sudden guys who that if you're the, what Rosie just said, if you're the 30th best guy on tour, and there's guys who you can absolutely wax weekend week out that are making quadruple what you're making, you're gonna go do it. Yeah, no, I if you I, can go I, make a hundred million in three years or four years playing golf tournaments, you're like I, I could, I could, I'll never play a master's, never play a major if you put a hundred million dollars in my bank account. Yeah, that's, that's the problem. I mean, I'm I'm personally rooting for it to fail. I have just <laughs> I don't I don't think it's 
I wish I don't want to see it happen. Things upon it. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to see it happen. Uh, do like Cam Smith. Give me go 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 play six of those events, win four of them, and then but, just never have to never have to so, do anything ever again. Yeah, to Trey's point, like if you're a corn fairy guy, which I mean, most corn fairy guys are really just barely getting by. I mean, with oh, yeah. rare exceptions. Um, that's that's that would be hard to turn down. But I, I'm hoping it just kind of blows up in their face. I don't I don't I don't really want. We'll to be on TV. There will be big names at Planet, and that's that's my guess. All right. Well. And it might just be another way to play golf for a living. Yeah. Well, pretty weak, pretty weak course schedule, by the way. I, I is it? Hit us with some hit us, with, hit some us with some names. Is one of them Trump National? Yeah, of course it is. Let's <laughs> go, <laughs> Don. He's getting on the train. The Don. Uh, the if there's one man, uh, and if there's one man we knew would would take the cash, that would be Jamie Green uh, in that field. <laughs> he, um, Danny Holmquist, yeah. the whole Trump squad. Oh, so usually. Usually courses have to pay to host USGA championships and PJ tour events. They they come out of their own pocket quite a bit to sort of raise their profile and prestige, but uh, not so surprisingly, the Saudi golf league is paying golf courses to host them. So um, there's a, uh, so, you know, I think it's something like $3 million a year. They're paying each of these courses to host. At least that's what it looks like right now. And so you got Trump National Bedminster, you got some course called the International in Boston, which I had never heard of, and Pumpkin Ridge out in Oregon, which they're owned by the same property management com- or golf management company that is supposedly a little bit underwater. So you can understand how they would take the cash. And then some rich guy in Chicago owns Rich Harvest, rich Harvest Farms. Farms. I, I know him. Um, I know him well. It's Jerry Rich. He's a pine tree. Okay. Oh, he's so, a cool guy, but yeah, okay. the, the, it's literally his house. Like he just built it on his yeah yard and it's like a top so, of course yeah. yeah he's he's taking it he gives no, he he's a businessman yeah yeah um yeah i mean like i said i don't really we don't need to readdress everything we'll see we'll see, how it's, we'll, we'll see how it goes we'll see how it goes we'll see how it goes yeah but in the meantime match play this week super looking forward to that uh corrales punta cana uh, Curtis. opposite field week this week actually a golf course that i have played and love that. Golf Our boy course. Curtis, he te- he sent the, the fellows a text. He, you know, he sent the inner circle a text. He said, "Check those odds on me this week because I bet you they are a little strong." And he's fucking striping. Yeah. So, little tip for everybody: throw some money on uh, on Curtis. I cash. I'm, uh, I'm gonna do that. I'm, I'm pulling I'm, up my fan duel right now. <laughs> I, I will. I will tell everyone right now. I didn't tell Curtis this when I placed the bet, but last year. He gave me and Trey a call and, or it was actually on our very first podcast. Yep. Our very first podcast. He told us that he had got a sponsor exemption into the Quicken Loans. Yep. And the second he told me that I went on FanDuel and I put 50 bucks down on him at plus 1400 to top 40. Yep. It was the easiest $700 I've tied, ever tied, made tied in my life, in my life. And you asked me if I wanted to split it with you. And I said, no, nah, he nah, said, nah, no. Nah. And I wish idiot. I had. Yep. Idiot. Dumb. But uh, but so yeah, look yeah. out for Curtis and Punta Cana. Great golf course. You hit over a cave on 18, one of the coolest finishing holes. Joel Damon won last year. Jim McLean has a golf school there. Our buddy Jim, Jim McLean does have a golf school there. But uh, so that's gonna be really good. So everybody look out for that and enjoy watching golf this week. And uh, if you'd like to continue listening to us, oh wait, never mind. Just wanted to golf. say I did just pull up FanDuel and Curtis Thompson is plus twelve thousand. So when? let's go. 
to win to win yeah what is what is he to top 20 that might take me a minute but he's way down the list so i imagine the odds are pretty favorable if you want to put him for like a top 20 or top 40 yeah Um, even just just an mc with being a made cut yeah exactly but either way enjoy golf if you guys would like to continue listening to us chat Head over to Patreon now. Click on over to our roundtable podcast, which we are a, about to start recording. So we will see you guys later. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.